I'm all good. So I'm loud enough. I don't need a microphone. Is that what you're saying? Okay, got it. Well, good morning, everybody. It's great to see everybody uh, this morning. I tell you what, uh, you know, how, how, how blessed are we? I'm telling you, if you don't really understand um, the blessing that we have here in this body, um, uh, you're missing something. You know, just to think about the, the three lessons I got to hear already, uh, you know, this morning is just incredible, incredible, you know, men that can teach, that can step up. And, and, and I, as I look out here, an entire body um, that remembers, right? That's, that's, that's why we're here. But then that you're going out and you're living it. You know, you're, you're living it. And I know you're living it. You know, and that's really the, the message I have today is to encourage all of us, you know, to continue doing that. Because that's honestly, just like Jesus, right? That's the only way that we're going to get to people. It's the only way we're going to win people is when they can see it in our lives and know that it's real and it's know that, that, that that's who we are, right? That's who we are. You know, there's, there's so many things. You know, Jeff's such a, such a positive, just an encourager, right, you know? But nobody has any idea of the, the kind of pain that Jeff is in right now, the kind of things that he's going through. You would never know, right? I would think about, like, I think about Paul when I see Jeff, you know, because can you imagine what Paul looked like at the end of his life? You know how many times he was stoned and beaten and just, you know, I mean, left for dead at some point. You imagine how that guy probably couldn't even walk by the time that, you know, he got to the end of his life. And yet, what was he doing at the end? Continuing to encourage, continue to, to live that life, right? To fight the good fight, you know? It's, it wasn't on our prayer cards. We need to be praying for that guy. He got a lot of physical stuff going on. We saw what God can do with, with that young man right there. And a young man that, that with, with a great heart and is a warrior himself. But the power of prayer, as Ryan talked about, you know, do you, do you pray knowing that God can, can, can answer those things and, and do these things? You know, we've seen example after example in this small body of Christ, the power of prayer and what God can do. You know, he's just another example. He's just, he's just another example, right, of what, of what God can do with, with answered prayer. You know, Jeff, Jeff's going to hate that, but you know what? Pray for Jeff. Pray that God can, can heal up his body or at least get some answers for him, right? I see him stand. When, when you see Jeff stand up over there and he's leaned over, and he's, there's a lot of pain going on there. So let's pray to God, and as Ryan says, with some purpose, and, and let's get Jeff healed up, right? I mean, how, how important is that? You know, and, and so the power of prayer for, for all of us. And so, you know, a message really is going to start off, and, and it's been great, you know, talking about being that, that, that encouraging positive spirit that people need to see because man i've been i was struggling there for a long time so i really started turning this thing around and really focusing on myself as i'm going to share you know today with really trying to be that more positive just that person that people can look to to be that that leader and in so many situations we're all capable of doing that you know because because look at jesus look what he was able to accomplish just by being that guy right that people look to, right? Being that positive, supportive influence for people and just being real. I've always appreciated that about, about Bill, right? From the, from the very beginning. You know, I was seeking somebody out, right? You know, he's like, hey, it's, you know, it's, it's individual Bible studies and it's just about living a life. Perfect. That's what I want. You know, cause that's, that's, that's how you find success. There was a, a situation the other day. We had like 35 people. People were calling in. There was a group at, at an intersection in Springfield, you know, and they're like, what's going on? Well, they're screaming about Jesus. 
And, and, and I'm a God-fearing man, and I, and I love Jesus, and it annoyed me <laughs> to sit there and watch them and listen to them, because it doesn't work, right? All, all it does is exactly that. It just annoys people, right? I get what you're trying to do, but it's not working. You know, it's every day living the life, being real, understand that we make mistakes every day, too. It's, it's so anyway, kind of getting ahead of myself, but I just, you know, when I, when I hear Jeff and I, and I know how positive he is and I, and I know some of the struggles that he has in a physical sense, because, boy, you know, man, when, when things hurt, it takes you out of your game, you know, it really does. You know? So anyway, we just need to be praying for our brother, Jeff. So some, some notes of encouragement to begin. Do I have a, do I have a help? Oh, look at this. We got a whole bunch more. <clears throat> so trying to make sure we get. All right, here we go. So, uh, Pam Weibert, thank you for allowing me to drag you all the way around the outside of our house with brushes and rollers, ladders and step, tool, step stools to beautify our, our home. Uh, I love you. I imagine that's probably from her husband, Ken. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, well, I guess I should have him say here. Uh, Papa Ken, thank you for your songs. I think this one was from Braxton. Yeah, I think so. I don't know which one of your grandsons. I know I got a lot of them for you. Um, uh, so we got a couple for Ryan. Uh, it says, Ryan, your message was awesome. That was from Ty. And uh, it says, Mr. Ryan, thank you uh, for teaching me or teaching us uh, about prayer. And that's from Max. So there you go. Thank you, Ryan, for, for your lesson. Uh, make sure we don't have any of that. Okay, good. Uh, Jeff, Sharon, thank you for taking care of all the maintenance and fixing up around here. You're always so busy serving the saints, plus you're the best Opa, is that correct? Ever. I wonder who that's from. <laughs> there we go. Let's give it up for Jeff. That's, yeah, awesome. That's great. This one says, Cynthia, mom. <laughs> uh, we are so grateful for all of your hard work. And never giving up on making our wedding happen. You're such a blessing in our life and a wonderful example of trusting God through all of life's ups and downs. Love, Faith, and Michael. Absolutely. That was awesome. Last night, I know some of us were, were there. You know, Tanya was awesome. You know, opened up her, this beautiful venue, uh, and just, just some, some great things, uh, that happened there. And, and I gotta, I gotta tell you, Eric, um, you know, I'm, not one to try to show emotion a whole lot, but, um, they made me speak at Zach's, uh, a wedding. And I tell you what, I couldn't hold it together, Eric. So, so don't feel bad. You know, it's our children. We love them, you know, and we're so proud of them. Right. And it's not brings that emotion out. So I thought about you when you were up there and I'm like, yeah, sorry. I was, they would leave, they wouldn't let me leave my sunglasses on because I knew I was going to start crying. You know, sure enough, I did. So but that's awesome. You know, that's just shows you how much you love your kids. Um, Jamie, what a blessing it was to have you, uh, do our wedding pictures. Your willingness to help out not only with the pictures, but with many other behind-the-scenes details, uh, is so incredible. Yes. Uh, let's give it up for her, because I saw her walking around, too, yesterday all the time. Sore feet and all. That was from Faith and Michael. So, um, And then Tanya, right? Uh, your kindness and generosity has been such a blessing to us. Our wedding was better than we ever imagined possible because of you and everything that you did for us. We are beyond grateful for your giving heart of Faith and Michael. All right, let's give it up for Tanya, too. That's beautiful. That's nice. Great, uh, great words uh, of encouragement. Man, it's, it's, so, it's so awesome when we instituted that, you know. 
you know, how, how important that is to really, you know, be that encouraging, you know, and, and, to, and to be thankful for, um, for all that we do for, for each other. Uh, so some announcements, right? Uh, we have uh, evening assembly at 6 p.m. at the Parks House. All right, 6 p.m. at the Parks. Uh, Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. Uh, at the Parks House. Okay, and that'll be Mr. Compton. And then Thursday's Lady Study, uh, anybody at the... Oh, Parks House. Okay, see, there's a theme here. So the parks are busy hosting uh, everybody. That's awesome. Yes. At 6.30. Ladies, 6.30. I want I want you bugling bowls on your phone when the calendar goes off that you have a change in schedule. Because that's what Jeff's, Jeff's tone is, is a bugling bowl, if you don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, so 6.30. All right. Thursday night, uh, 6.30. Upcoming events. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, ladies pool party at uh, Tanya's uh, from noon <laughs> to 4 p.m. That's uh, on the 10th, right? And, and the only reason I say that, because you can actually, if you're, if you're a woman hunter and you're going to go, you know, with Tanya's permission, you probably shoot a deer right from the pool, okay? <laughs> Just so you know. They were all over the place out there. Nice little fuzzy spike. You know, doe and a couple little ones. You just shoot them right from the pool. They literally walked. I'm telling you, I paced it off. It was 15 yards from the pool. All right? Walked right by there. All right? So so if you're interested, get permission. Have a little pool party and, and uh, get some fresh meat while you're at it. Okay? So there you go. <laughs> so we have uh, the family fellowship dinner at 6 p.m. Uh, on the 21st. And, of course, this pump, uh, pumpkin spice bazaar. Uh, on November 5th. So um, I think Bill actually got that pushed back enough so he could actually finish deer season this year. I think it's actually after the last day of deer season. So uh, that's good uh, on November November 5th. So uh, anyway, uh, birthdays, right? Where's Adeline? Where's Adeline? Oh, oh, there's Adeline. You can put her back down, you know. Uh, you know, there, there, there are times, you know, I've, I've, and I know a lot of us do this. We try to encourage the Winninghams. You know, I'm like, wow, just to be here, to know what that goes through, like to assemble the herd, you know, and, and get them together, especially when, with the very young herd. You know, that's, that's, that can be very difficult at times. But, you know, how awesome is it that they are here so much? I mean, you know, they, they, they really push hard and, and get here. And, and that's what I, and I love about this body, right, being real. I mean, how many Lord's Supper meditations do you get with the screaming baby in the background, right? And we're all like, we're, we feel so sorry for you, but at the same time, like, it's so glad it's not me anymore. <laughs> so, you know, gotcha. But uh, it really, so Adeline, Adeline is, is two, is this correct? Two? Yes, two. All right. And I, and I saw another finger pointed at Alan. Alan, when is your birthday? Tomorrow. So the, this is the 5th, the 5th of September. And Alan, I'm, how old are you, Alan? How are you going to be? 19. You know, I went to high school, guys, I get full beard at 19. You know, I'm like, it's really good. All right. Well, good. 19. Okay, Alan's 19. Uh, so he's the younger of the two. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, you look horrible for 19. Okay, I'm just telling you that. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to sing Happy Birthday to Adeline and to Alan. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, God bless you. 
Happy birthday to you. Yeah, all right. Woo-hoo. That one There you go. Okay. That is, that is awesome. Any other announcements that I might have missed? Anything else going on? Or are we ready to rock and roll? Look at that. I got like, well, 20 minutes. Cool. I told my wife, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it for like 20, 25 minutes. Well, guess what? I don't think I did. But, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll jet through it. Okay, perfect. There you go. See? Uh, but as I said before, you know, really working on being that, that, uh, that positive influence, right, in people's lives, right? And it starts with, uh, obviously, our physical family. Jeff did a great job of bringing that out, you know? A lot of times, we just forsake those, you know, that, that we're closest to, right? We just kind of take them for granted, I guess, uh, you know, we could say. Uh, so, we, you know, we start with our physical uh, family, our spiritual family, our friends, our coworkers, and, and really complete strangers, right? You know, to be that positive person that, that people can see, right? And so, and I've, I brought this lesson really for me um, because this is something I've been really working on. Because I was that kind of, man, I, got, I just got down. Man. I, was, I was working a ton of hours, um, you know, and, and of course I don't deal with super positive people for a 16-hour shift. Um, and you just start kind of getting down and, and just getting, for me, it's, it's, it's anger more than anything, right? I, get, I still get angry. Uh, and then my mouth starts, right? And so that's, so I'm like, man, I could, I could feel it coming. I could hear it sometimes, you know, and I'm like, man, I really got to work on doing this and not, and not being that person that's, that's constantly, you know, joining in on the nagging and the negative and the, you know, all that stuff and, and not really being that, that positive, you know, you know, influence for people and really following in, in the, in the footsteps of, of Jesus. So, uh, you know, some of the things I'm going to share today from my own personal life, it's not about me. I hope you understand that. You know, uh, the glory goes to God because I know who I was before. Um, I know what God has done through Jesus to change my life. You know, it's that it's, it's, it's Jesus that has changed my life. But just like Ryan and Jeff both brought out, it's effort on our part, right? We have to use the tools that God has given us, you know, to help make those changes. Uh, but I want you to know, as I share some of these things, it's, it's, it's God working Jesus working through my life right um and and just it's a it's a little a little battle battles that go on every day right man I, I hope I, I don't know if, if it's just me but man it's like every day right it's just those battles of just that you just you feel that urge to to want to do that but then you but then you pull back and do the right thing right and it's, it's that constant you know fighting that old man really it's really it's, it's fighting that old man you know, making sure that we're walking to Jesus, using the power of the Holy Spirit and overcoming, right? And and being that that again that I just, I just I'm, I'm kind of stuck on that positive, you know? Because man, I just for a long time I felt like I was just like you know very negative. And there was a couple of nights I'm like I told Justin I'm like I'm not going through a midlife crisis. I'm like I'm just I'm falling apart. I'm just angry. I just I just don't even want to talk to anybody or look at anybody. I'm just like ah, what is going on? You know? And it was just frustrating. Um, but to recognize that, right? And that's what we have to do. We have to recognize those things, right? And then make the changes, right? Make, make the changes, you know, get it, get in the word, do what we need to do. So, uh, so my new motto, um, it was, uh, it is, uh, train hard, fight easy. Train hard, fight easy. And that's for me, and some of this stuff comes from both a physical sense, uh, more from a spiritual sense, but from a physical sense, because of what I do, um, the people that I have to deal with, um, you have to be prepared, right? Uh, really, in a, in a physical sense, you know, I, I, 
you know, work out physically almost every day. Um, you know, and I praise God that, you know, he's fixed some of the aches and pains that I've had. So, you know, feeling actually physically pretty good right now, you know, but, but to train every day. And so then I use that in the spiritual, you know, mindset of, if, you know, who, where is my battle really every single day? Against who? Against the devil, right? It is. When you, when I feel those things, when, when somebody sits in the back seat of my car and says that one thing that there's no way they could know that it would push my button by saying that, that's the devil working. You gotta recognize that, right? And so we train hard to fight easy, right? And that training comes from being in the word, right? Really working on those things, increasing as Jeff brought out all the qualities of Christ, right? That continued growth that never stops. So when the devil does come, guess what? The fight is easy, right? Because when you, when you look at Jesus, right? Whenever the devil came after, what did he use? He used the word of God, right? He used the scriptures, right? To overcome. He'd already been trained up. He was training that way. And not to say that the fight was easy, but it really was. He was prepared, you know? He trained hard uh, to fight easy. So before we begin... Go to, you can go to Philippians chapter 2, uh, verses 14 and 15. We're going to start there, but we'll pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we're very thankful, Father, for another day that uh, you have blessed us with. We're just so thankful to be here as, as it was brought out this morning to, to remember, right? To remember Jesus, so thankful, uh, Father, for his sacrifice, uh, for his willingness to give his life for us, uh, Father, so that we can become new creations, Father, and go forth. Uh, as he did. So we're just so thankful uh, for your word that we can dive into right now and be encouraged to go out there and, and, and be uh, the man, the woman, uh, like Jesus was, you know, to walk, to, to be that one that people look to uh, for answers, uh, Father, because we know this, this world is, is so full of people with no hope, and we can be that light, that hope uh, for people. So just pray, pray a, bl a blessing upon uh, this lesson, Father. We love you and praise you in the name of King Jesus that we pray. Amen. So in in, in Philippians, right? In Philippians chapter 2, uh, verses uh, 14 and 15, it says what? Do all things without complaining or arguments or grumbling or disputing or whining and sniveling. Oh, sorry, I had a little bit there, okay? But we do all those things, right? We do all the things so that you what? will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent, children of God, above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as lights in the world. Right? Right? No grumbling, disputing, complaining, arguing, nothing like that, right? But what? So you prove yourselves. How? By, by what you're doing, by what you're saying, by how you're acting, right? Not talking about Thumping about Bible verses or anything else is about what? It's about going out there and living it. Living the life. Just being that, that positive person that people can look to, you know, when they're grumbling, to not grumble with them, right? Uh, so you can be that light and be attracted. People can be attracted to that light, right? Uh, there was a young man here last week, right, that, that Heidi worked with. Is that correct? Did I, did I hear that right? It was a customer. Okay. So Heidi at the workplace, right? Heidi at the workplace. And, and we have a young man that showed up last week because of Heidi at the workplace. Showing who? Showing Jesus, right? 
And just mentioning, hey, come on out to the hill. I do that all the time. You know, come on out to the hill. I'll take this. I've shared this with a couple of you. This is this has been really hard for me because I'm really trying hard to figure out how to do it. But I've really it's in my heart right now because there's a lot lot of stuff going on where I work, and I'm hearing different people. I really want to start a study group. There. It's it's been on my heart for a while, and it's just like been been went, but it's, it's hard, right? This is not an easy crowd to get that into, right? Especially when I'm at work, sometimes you got to flip the hat around a little bit, you know, because 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 what we do when we get in that car, it's it's definitely a fight out there, right? So you got to be aware. There's definitely it, this this is not generally me sitting in that car, right? I've got to flip the hat. I've got to be a little bit different. I I, I do become a little bit harder, you know. But at the same time, um, you know, generally after the calls, I can get to talk to people. You know, my, my fellow coworkers when we're heading back to our cars. And so that's what I start picking, right? That's when I start, hey, everything going okay? Or I'm, I'm hearing something. And so we have that conversation and, and kind of open in that door, right? Take that opportunity, right, at the workplace when you, when you have those things, you know? When you have those opportunities to talk to people, you know, ask. And, and when you've been real, when they trust you, when you've proven that, they'll talk to you. They will. I've got, a, I've got enough folks there that, that, that trust me, think, praise God, again, this is all to the glory of God, right? This is Jesus working through, that I really think I could, I could start a pretty small study group right now. And I think it could expand pretty quick. But it's, it's finding the time, it's finding the opportunity, because everybody's working a lot. So I've really been trying to figure out the time and the right opportunity to kind of get it going. It might start with two or three. You know, because I kind of want to start big, right? Well, sometimes you can't do that. So maybe if I can just grab two or three and, and start there and, and we can expand. That's really my, my, my prayer right now. You know, been there 10 years. I feel like I really haven't made that much of an impact. You know, they want, me, they want me to promote and I'm like, I don't want to promote. The best, the best way to get things done is, is, is boots on the ground on the street and I can talk to a lot more people that way. And it's real. Once you become that command staff, people don't want to talk to you, right? So it's like, I want to be on this level so I can, so I can be with them and, and guide them and, 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 and do things with them and for them. So, but that comes down to, uh, you know, right? Not, not doing that grumbling or complaining or disputing or arguing and all that thing and just being that positive person that people can look to, right? And understand that's not, that's not who we are. Uh, let's go to Colossians 3. This is another one. As, as, as I've been dealing with, you know, multiple kind of small disciplinary issues for, in my eyes, doing nothing. But because of the new standard, things have to be written up now for not handing somebody a business card, for goodness sakes. We didn't hand them a business card. We're going to get written up for that. Oh, I'll tell you right, that was like, <laughs> just, you know, I'm getting angry, right? I'm like, no, you know what? It's okay. I, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. I'm going to continue to stay that, that positive person. And, of course, this, this scripture here has helped me, right? In Colossians 3 and verse 23, it says, Whatever you do, do you work heartily as for the Lord, right? And not for people. Knowing that it is from the Lord that you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve, Right? So I'm okay with that, because you know what? God knows what I'm doing. 
right? God knows where I'm at. God knows the reasons why I'm doing the things I'm doing. And even though I fall short sometimes, God knows my heart, right? You know, David's always the best example for me. Called a, a man after God's own heart. And David made some big mistakes. But it was different back then, you know. Eric's lesson today, you know, this morning. You know, go back and listen. It was, it was different, you know. These guys with all these wives and here, have this one, have that one. Here, go here. You know, having kids with everywhere. It was, just, it was different, you know. It was definitely different. Uh, but, you know, David, you know, made, made some mistakes, right? You know. But you think about Bathsheba, you know, what came about from that mistake in our eyes, right? Solomon. Solomon, Solomon came out of that relationship. So when we saw the, the, the folks that came out of, you know, the re- relationships, you know, this morning, you know, 12 tribes of Israel, right? So different time, but at the same time, you know, we make mistakes, but God knows your heart, right? God, God knows. And that's, that's so critical. Then for you, us to recognize, right? Hey, if I'm going down the wrong path, I got to fix it. You know, when I start feeling that anger and that language coming back, oh, whoa, whoa, that's not, that's not who I am anymore. You know, stop. And then, and then make it right. Use the power of Christ. Use the power that God's given us, right? Use his word and, and get it right. Uh, back up to verse 18 here real quick, too, in, in chapter 3 of Colossians. It says, you know, wives, be subject to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not become bitter against them. Children, obey your parents and everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. And fathers, do not antagonize your children so they will not, so they will not become discouraged, right? Wives, be subject to your husbands. Husbands, love your wives. You know, Jeff brought that out. You know, and we're talking about that, those that are closest to us, right? We really need to work on this first with ourselves, at home, with each other, in the church, and then, and then we branch out from there, right? I spend the majority of, of, you know, half my week at work. There's sometimes 16, 18, the other day I work 24 hours straight on the clock. It's a lot of time. Being with people, right? Being with people when you're, when you're tired and things aren't going well. You know, to continue to be very positive after being up for 30 hours and working for 24 of those, right? People are like, wow, what's, what's wrong with you? And honestly, I feel horrible, right? Like, I'm like feeling sick and, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is horrible, but hey, we're here. And so I'm just cracking jokes and, you know, trying to keep people going and, that's just the way it is. And I was just thinking the whole time, you know, who am I focused on? Who am I thinking about when I'm in that state? Who do you think I'm thinking about? It's Jesus, right? Because all I can think about is all the examples that he set for me, for us. When he was tired, you know, when he was hungry, when he was, when he was scared, you know, and how he reacted and how he just kept going, right? Every single day. Man, I just want to go to this mountain and be by myself, maybe catch some Z's, do a little praying, and here comes an entire city. Like an entire city. It's not just like five people coming, hey, Jesus, what's going on? No, the entire city is headed your way. Hey, go away. I'm tired. Or what did he do? All right, come on in. You know, he just welcomed him, and he just stepped it up, right? And he found a way. That's what we need to do, right? 
Let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 10. Matthew 10. You notice this is like the, the, new, the new New American Standard, so some of the words are a little bit different than the old American Standard. But everything that I've looked up so far is, is basically the same. It's just worded a little bit differently. So if the words aren't exactly the same as some of yours. Um, and that's why. Um, anyway, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll still use, like, I've got these scripts memorized from the old New American Standard. So I'm like, I'll just throw them in there sometimes. But Matthew, Matthew 10, 16 says, Behold, I am sending you out of sheep in the midst of wolves. So be as wary as servants or as shrewd or as wise as serpents but as innocent as doves, right? So just because we're being that positive influence people does not mean that we are weak, right? We still have to be aware. The people that, that we're dealing with, the people we're trying to help, may not be exactly, you know, good people, right? According to our Maybe they have to make some changes themselves. But we have to be shrewd, right? Or wise or wary as serpents, but as innocent as doves, right? I love that. That's such a huge... That's, that's, that's a huge balance there, right? That we have to kind of figure out, you know, who, who we're going to be as innocent as doves with, right? It, or be seen as that way, but yet we're still very aware of what's going on. It's like when I talk to somebody on the street, right? You know, it's funny with new cops, it's like little robots, you know? Like, you know, either they stand there, they can't say a word, they can't talk to these people, or they just, it's just, it's weird, right? I just walk up, like, some of the first stuff, hey, dude, what's going on? How's it, man? You know, so, like, it, it's like I'm really chill on the outside. Chill, I didn't use that word anymore, chill? Anyway, okay. Uh, but very, very calm on the outside, you know? But where am I at on the inside? Now, way up here, right? What am I looking for? I'm still looking at hands, still doing that, I'm still reading body language, I'm still, but on the outside, they see me as very, what? Very calm, like, I don't care, you know? Um, and so that's, that's important to, to, to have that, the ability to do that because just because we're talking with people doesn't mean we need, still need to be, not be aware, uh, of them. But, but we can be as shrewd, as wise as serpents, um, and as innocent as doves. But we can still be that strong individual for Christ, right? The warrior that Christ has called us to be. Right, I'm all. I've been all about this recently, you know, because I'm trying to be that that strong person for people, and sometimes I'm not, you know, in, inside. Like I had to work on myself of being that warrior. So, you know, I asked my wife. There's stuff all over our walls now about that warrior mentality, right? And that warrior mentality for Christ, but also the warrior mentality because of what I do, right? And so I'm, I was, I'm really stuck on that. I have those things so I can read them every day, remind me of who I am in Christ as that warrior. Strong. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I know some of these verses you're going to know, right? You're going to be like, man. But you know what? It's good to hear these things again and again and again to remind ourselves <coughs> of who we are. Excuse me. In 1 Corinthians 15, 55, it says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Right? We are already victors. We have already, we're already, uh, I've already won. Right? I've said this all before. I like, to, I like being on the winning team. We've chosen to be on the winning team. We already know who wins. Right? Act like winners. Right? And we're going to see another verse here. Um, that's going to kind of talk about that. 
But thanks be to God. Therefore, my beloved uh, brethren, be firm, immovable, always, always excelling in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Right? Who are we working for? Who are we trying to please? Are we trying to please men? Or are we trying to please God? That's who we're working for. We're working for the Lord. We're working to please Him. You know, be firm and movable. Always, it says, always excelling in the work of the Lord. If you go over to, and this, I think it's right here, verse 13 in chapter 16, next chapter over, 1 Corinthians 16, 13, it says, Be on the alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Right? That's, that's, that's God's message to us. You know, be strong. Stand up. We don't have to be weak just because, because we're trying to help people. We don't have to, to be that weak-minded individual. Be strong, like Jesus, right? It says that Jesus would, had no, had no physical stature that we would be attracted to, right? I wasn't a very good looking dude. Wasn't a big strong dude. You know? But how many people, like we just talked about, entire cities flocked to him, right? He was strong. You think about dro uh, sweating drops of blood, right? He's scared. That's a real thing seen in the human body. And I've mentioned this before numerous times, right? In, in men of war that were about ready to step out onto the battlefield and there was 100% sure they were going to get killed. Like, doors go down, you're going to get it. And they knew it. And prior to that door coming down, they watched those guys sweat drops of blood. It's an intense, mm, that's what Jesus did. That's where he was in the garden. Like he knew what was coming, right? He was like, mm. God sent an angel. <laughs> there you go. Get up and go. So what did he do? Got up and went. Set his face like, like flint. Was so focused, right? He still had things he had to say and do, right, Ryan? You said it. He still had those things that he had to accomplish. God's plan. So focused through all the pain, right? Through all the loneliness. Who did he do it for? Yeah. His father for us. So that, so that we too would make it. But but then we're called to do what? This do the same thing, right? To go out and snatch those from the fire. One of the verses that I have is, uh, is not one verse, is one of the sayings I have is, uh, is fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. That's the mindset that we have to have. Right? The devil wants to beat you up. The devil wants to knock you down. But when you stand up to him, Right? You're not, you're not, I am the storm. You're not the storm. You're weak. You're a seven-headed devil. Yeah, but you know what? You're going to go right to the lake of fire. You know that. You're destined for that. And you're not taking me with you. And you're not taking other people that I know with you. That's the mindset we have to have. Like, do you believe? Do you believe there's only two options? Do you believe that there's, that there's heaven and a lake of fire? That's it. It's the options that people have. And we could be the answers for those people. 
That was awesome. That was so awesome when Heidi was like, it's this kid. I'm like, who's this guy? I'm like, you know, me. It's like, you know, and you look at the guys and like, oh, he looks like a decent young guy, but you know, he's just kind of watching. You don't know. And then you find out that, you know, this guy's a customer. I thought he was a worker. He's a customer, for goodness sakes, at work. And he shows up. Right? Okay, he's not here this week. Okay, well, let's be praying that he comes back. Or that he goes back to Jerry's and sees Heidi. Right? That's awesome. That's what we should be doing. Right? And then still, you know, okay, we're, we're still watching, right? You know, we don't, we don't, we don't, you know, trust is built, but he's here, right? Hopefully he comes back. But that's awesome, right? His customer is coming in. So don't be afraid, you know, to, to speak up. You don't have to go there. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinks within himself, so he is, right? How do you view yourself? How do you view yourself? Do you view yourself as, as, as Christ to this generation? Do you view yourself as a warrior for Christ? As strong in the faith? As able to do these things? I hope so, because you are. We all can accomplish these things. And just like James, I love James too, right? James is like, you know, I, I might be a picture guy too. I don't know. I just, I have, I've always loved... I've always loved James and, the, and just the practicality of James, chapter 4, right? James chapter 4. The devil's coming after you, right? Prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour, right? That's what he does. And I've said this numerous times too. You ever, you ever see lions in the real sea? God, God paints us real pictures. God paints us pictures that we can figure out, right? Because we can all picture... A roaring lion prowling around looking for someone, something to devour. And they don't wait. Like in the real world, you know, when lions eat, do they wait for that poor little critter to be dead? No, one's still grabbing onto the throat generally. Things still sucking air and others are, are, are eating it out. You know, it's like, man, they're just, they're just going at it. It's not a pretty picture, right? That's what the devil's trying to do to us. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He wants to eat you alive. So we better be prepared, right? We better be ready. We better train hard so we can fight easy when that comes. Sorry if that grossed anybody out. But it's, but it's reality. It's reality. That's what the devil is trying to do. That's the, the picture that God is trying to paint you through his scriptures. I love God's, God's pictures. It's awesome. So in verse 4, you've heard me talk about this one too. James chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Submit therefore to God, but resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Oh, that sounds so easy. Right? I mean, all you got to do is resist the devil, and he's going to take off. He's going to run away. Cool. Uh, I can do that. But see, I've always, and I used to use the second part of that verse, right? Just resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Well, wait a minute. What's the first part of that verse? Submit therefore to God. And that submit is yield. And we've talked about how people cannot figure out what a yield sign is, right? They have no idea. Yield does not mean you get to go first. Yield means what? You let the other go first. And so in this scripture, when it says yield therefore to God, we are letting who go first? We're letting God go first. God is leading our lives. And when we allow God to lead our lives and we submit to him, right? Then what? Then we can resist the devil. 
and he will flee from you. I love that. I love the picture of, of the devil just running away, defeated. Right? Defeated. That's what we can do. If you believe yourself to be that warrior of Christ, because that's who you are. That's who we are. And you can make the devil run away. But it's not all about us, as I said in the beginning, right? It's through the power of Jesus. It's submitting to God. It's letting him lead. It's letting him go first, right? Train hard, fight easy. And does that mean it's, there's never going to be a, a stumble? No, there's going to be stumbles. In fact, God says when the stumbles, it actually makes us stronger, right? When we persevere, it makes us stronger. More faith, more hope when we go through those things. And talk, I've thought about using this example, but talking about stumble, um, we had a, we had a SWAT hit the other day. Guy's supposed to have guns in the house. Um, it won't come out, so we got to go in, right? Well, we've been teaming up with County now. So County's got some really cool machines. I'm like, they get, they got some really cool stuff. And so we're, we're ripping doors off the front of the house. You know, doors are gone. Like just the whole, whole house is opened up. And so we got to go in, right? We're going in marching up through the front yard, and there's a little ditch, right? And it's, it's been raining, so it's wet. And I'm about fourth in line coming up there, looking at the house, making sure we don't get shot. And I catch in the corner of my eye, the dude slip. Like one of the, one of the dudes in front of me slips and like kind of goes down. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that, right? I'm not, I'm not going to go through the ditch and slip and fall. So I spin around a little bit, you know, kind of in the corner of my eye, still watching the house. And they come around, well, there's a nice little stump. It's about this big. That's completely covered in grass. And so, as you know, I'm, I'm trying to look out of the corner of my eye. You know, I'm still watching the house. And so I'm like, I'm not going up the ditch and be like that goofball. And as I go around there, I'm telling you what, there was no like, oh, I'm going to fall down. It was, I'm coming up, hit that stump, and I am on the ground like hard. Right? I'm like, whoa, and guns out, you know, I'm up there and, and I got a side holster for my SWAT stuff and so I land right on my, my leg and I'm like, oh. But you know, boy, you bounce right up, you know, and like, you know, you're good. Like, yeah, let's go. Come on, let's go. And I'm like, oh, I can't even walk, you know. I'm like, this is, this is horrible. But I'm like, you talk about stumbling. I'm like, I don't want to be like that guy. And I was just 10 times worse, right? <laughs> like, it was bad. Like, everybody's watching the body cam video the next day. Like, oh, look at that. You know, yeah, yeah, that was me, you know. So I, I thought about when we're talking about not stumbling, right? You know, I'm like, well, that was bad. That was really bad. But, but you know, what I do? You know, that I lay there on the ground like, ah, it hurts. You know, that I fired my gun when I fell down. Thankfully, no. You know, he just got back up, right? Got back up, got back in the fight. So what you got to do? And so it, us as Christians, the same thing. When we stumble, when we fall down hard and it hurts, you get back up. You just got to get back up. You get back in the fight. Get, get, get your gun back up and get, get back in the fight, right? That's what we got to do. It's just, it's just really that simple. Train hard, fight easy. And this one we all know, Hebrews 12. But I, I just, I love, I love this scripture. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's something that I've memorized. Um, but as, as, as Scott has proven uh, last, you know, month that, you know, it's better to read it. Then sometimes to have something happen to your brain up here while you're trying to memorize, read your from your memory. 
In, Jesus, in, in Hebrews 12, uh, verse 1, it says, Therefore, since we also have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's rid ourselves of every obstacle and the sin which easily entangles, and let us run with endurance. Right? Endurance, the race that is set before us, right? It's a marathon, brethren. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Okay? The enduring fight of the Christian is a long march. Right? Endurance. Looking to Jesus, right? The originator and perfecter of the faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Right? So Jesus made it, right? Through his life, right? Through, through all the things he had to face, the perfect life. Let's not forget about that. The sin-free life. Right? And why? Verse 3. See, this, this is our encouragement. For consider Jesus, who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Jesus set the example for us. And why did he go through all that? Yes, to save us, to give us the opportunity to make it to heaven. But also why? So that we will not grow weary in these hearts. So we can look at his life and be inspired to be the warrior that he was and still is. It wasn't just some angel. It was God's son. It was our Lord and our king that was willing to sacrifice everything to live that life to be that warrior, to die for us, for all mankind. He died for every soul. And now it's up to us. He's tasked us to go out and do the same, right? No grumbling, no disputing, no whining, no sniveling, okay? It's all about being that positive person that people can see, live it, then people ask. Because they want to have it too. How was that person so positive through everything that we just went through? How can he be still be encouraging? How can he still be doing? People need to see it. It needs to be real. And then, see, then we'll have the opportunity to share. Standing on the street corner, screaming out of a megaphone, does not work. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Does not work. Live it each and every day. Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary doing good. For at the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. Don't give up. Keep fighting the fight every day, brother. Thank you. All right. What did Jesus say? He said to go. Each every day, let's get excited. Get all excited. Get to tell everybody that Jesus Christ is king. Get all excited. Get to tell everybody that Jesus Christ is king. Get all excited and tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings. King of Kings. All right, let's go do it. Thanks once again for listening. To download today's lesson plan or find out more about Cornerstone Truth Podcast and our church, please go to www.cornerstonetruth.org or email us at thecornerstonetruth at gmail.com. Have a blessed week.